Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. How's it going, Giants fans? Welcome back to Fireside Giants with your boys, Alex and Anthony. Today, we're discussing the grueling upcoming schedule for this big blue team and the opponents we have to face. Of course, you have the Detroit Lions this upcoming Sunday. Um, some good injury news and Wandell Robinson had a hamstring issue. He is expected to play and Kenny Galladay is up in the air. Not that that would matter, actually. It's going to be the Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton and Wandell Robinson show. So it seems, but this team has a difficult path to the playoffs, right? They're seven and two. They could be eight and two after this week and be in, a, in the driver's seat for a potential playoff appearance in the first year of a supposed rebuild. Um, and I think, you know, good luck. Tibosaurus Rex is really panning out right about now. Um, definitely has made left his mark on this team and, you know, has turned into our good little luck charm. Um, a scaly one at that, but I'll tell you what, I'm excited for the rest of this season. You know, he's definitely uh, an excited, an excited, this is going to be exciting rest of the year. You know, this, this giants team is definitely polarizing in nature, good defense, big plays in the fourth quarter offense shows up, then it disappears. Then it shows up again in the fourth quarter. You can't really tell what version of this offense or defense you're going to get on a given week, but at least at the very least, the coaching is so good that I feel competitive. I feel like we're going to be competitive in every single game. You know, this isn't like last year where we'd go into a game and I'd be like, you know, we have Jake Fromm at quarterback. We're going to get destroyed. This is like, we have a good coaching staff. We have some injuries. We got Daniel Jones, Saquon playing at high levels. And I feel like we're going to be competitive every single game, which is more than I can say about the past. So I'm pretty excited to talk about the rest of this season and the rest of this schedule because ultimately we're definitely underdogs in a lot of these games, but that's where we want to be. You know, we want to be proving people wrong. Um, and I think that's kind of what this team has been feeding off of this year. But, you know, Anthony, before we dive into the rest of the schedule this season and what it's going to look like, how do you say, my friend? I'm doing great. You mentioned it. The Giants are pretty close to being in that driver's seat, but they're not quite there yet. Now, they are technically only one game back of the first seed in the NFL. If they were to beat Philadelphia tomorrow, they'd have it, you know, but they're not playing Philadelphia tomorrow. Instead, this weekend, they're playing Detroit, and they don't play Philadelphia for an, an, another few weeks here. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Giants can play in the meantime before they get to that crucial first Philadelphia matchup because that's really where the season gets made in my opinion when we do start to look towards you know the rest of the games on the schedule and we talk about those games against Philly the one at home and the one away those are the most important games on the season for the New York Giants that's just the way that it's shaped out you look at the NFL playoff picture right now the Giants firmly hold the fifth seed they are a playoff team and they have a two-game lead over the seventh seed so it would take a lot for the Giants to be booted out of the playoffs right now. They're seven and two. The 49ers currently hold the seventh seed at a five and four record. And the 49ers aren't even that good of a team. I don't know how they're even holding that position, but that's neither here nor there. When you're looking at it, Giants with the fifth seed, seven and two. And if it wasn't for the Eagles having such a great season being eight and one, the Giants are only one game back from first place in the NFC East, which would give them first place in the NFL, all things considered. So it's definitely exciting right now that the Giants have such a great record and that they won this many games. But it feels like the work has only just begun because this final stretch of the season no one has a tougher road to the playoffs than the New York Giants. This is a very difficult schedule that the Giants are about to play here to finish out the year. And they got to pick up some clutch wins, especially against their divisional opponents. Otherwise, this could be a blunder here. I mean, it's been a phenomenal start to the season. And I agree with you, Alex. I trust the coaching staff. And I feel like they are going to lead us to our first playoff appearance since 2016. But 
There's no guarantees any given Sunday in the NFL. And the Giants have a lot of Sundays and a Thursday left. So let's see if they can actually go out there, get these divisional wins, and lead this team to the playoffs. Yes, sir. So the first game, obviously Detroit. So we'll look at the one in week 12 after that. Um, Detroit may end up honestly being one of the weaker teams you play the rest of the year. Um, if not the weakest team, they have three wins. They've won their last two games, but only scored 15 points. They won a 15-point game um, against Green Bay, and then they beat the Bears 31-30. to But week 12, the Giants have Dallas. That is not an easy task, you know, as, as we've seen. Their pass rush is elite. Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence, they have tremendous players across that defensive front. And our offensive line is simply just not good enough to handle them just yet, aside from Andrew Thomas on that left side. But they're going to attack whoever's playing right tackle. You know, the expectation is that on Thanksgiving, uh, Evan Neal will be back and he will return. Uh, but again, he got his ass whooped against Micah Parsons and Lawrence. So he's got to come out better and, you know, coming off an MCL sprain and not having played for a couple of weeks definitely is not an ideal situation. Week 13, you got the Washington Commanders who just knocked off Philadelphia. They're not the best opponent, but they could score points at times and their defense is decent. Um, so, you know, that not not a, a walk on the park by any means. Uh, the divisional games are always more competitive. And then you have the, Phil the Philadelphia Eagles in week 14. So we'll take a look at those three at first. And the Eagles, obviously, 8-1 and one right now, just lost to the Commanders. They brought in Linval Joseph. They brought in Dominican Sue. Um, really, really difficult team to overcome. Jalen Hurts is playing really well. A.J. Brown is having a stellar season. Dallas Goddard just, I think, got knocked out for the rest of the, the year with a, a shoulder injury, I believe. So they don't have their tight end. Obviously, I'd rather everyone be healthy and just – um, it's good for football in general, but you know, they don't have their tight, they're starting to end over there. Um, so that's a huge loss for them, their defense and not good against the run. So that's something where the giants could take advantage. Saquon Barkley could have some big games against uh, the Eagles. And I think that's where the giants are looking at saying, you know, our, our strength actually matches up pretty nicely with their weakness. Um, so you know, when you're looking at these next three divisional games after, uh, the, the Detroit, Detroit lions in week 11, you're looking at the Dallas Cowboys and the, the commanders and then the Eagles, Anthony, you know, which one of these games are you most worried about? Because I feel like we can win all of them, but it's going to come down to um, our offense moving the chains and keeping the ball in their possession. Yeah, well, I want to dive into that three-game divisional stretch, but I do want to closely touch on that Detroit Lions game first because if you actually take a look at it, on paper, yes, it looks like the New York Giants should win that game no matter what. And hopefully they do go out there. They don't play down to their competition. They go get the win that they deserve. But the Lions are a sneaky good team in a way where they've actually put up some pretty high-scoring performances. They've topped 30 points four times a season, and they've also topped 40 points in a game one time this season. So the New York Giants do need to be careful going into this game not to get too confident, not to get cocky and play down to their competition. Because like I said, the Detroit Lions, yeah, they're a bad team. They, they don't have enough talent to be a winning football team right now. But they have enough talent to put up 30 points on any given Sunday. And the Giants haven't done that in, I think, the number is 36 consecutive games. It's something bizarre like that. It's been a long time since the Giants offense. It's been multiple head coaches since the Giants offense has topped 30 points in a game. So this game can't turn into a shootout. If the Giants want to win this game, it has to be by the same formula. They've won the rest of their games. Low scoring, efficiency, don't turn the ball over, win the game that way. That's what the Giants need to do to keep this winning streak going against the Detroit Lions. But looking at that three-game stretch of divisional opponents right after that, as you mentioned, Thanksgiving Day versus the Dallas Cowboys. I can't wait for that one. I'm going to be stuffing my face full of turkey, stuffing, cornbread, all that, and hopefully watching a New York Giants win because that would be like the greatest day of my life. I love 
Thanksgiving. I love food. I love to eat and I love the Giants. So that would just be a dream come true. But that's not going to be an easy game. That's going to be one of the toughest games on this schedule, in my opinion. Going to Dallas on Thanksgiving Day is not an easy task. That's a division rival game. And it's going to be probably the premier matchup of Thanksgiving because of that. These are two playoff teams fighting to maintain their playoff status, divisional opponents. That's really probably the most exciting game left on the schedule, Thanksgiving Day. I can't wait for that one, but it's not going to be easy. Dallas is starting to pick up steam here. They're playing well, and I think that, you know, you take a look at the rest of the schedule, though, and you look at the commanders, and that's clearly the weak link in the NFC East right now. When you compare, you know, the different records of all the teams, they sit in fourth place with a 5-5 five and five record, but they're also starting to pick up steam. They just beat the Philadelphia Eagles, the first loss of the season for Philadelphia. So none of those, neither of those two games are going to be easy. And then, of course, 8-1. and one, Philadelphia, thankfully, this is the home matchup here. We don't have to wait until we have to wait a few more weeks to get into Philadelphia. But that matchup against Philly at home, that's a must win game to me. So you ask me which of those three is the most important. It's that one because that's your home game against Philadelphia. The Giants historically over the past few years don't do too well going to the Lincoln and playing Philadelphia. That for some reason in that stadium, it's been rough for the Giants. Now, I believe in this coaching staff to kind of change that, change that pattern and switch it up here. But when you've got the Eagles at home, the Giants have had a lot of winning success at home this season. They've been really good at home. MetLife has been rocking. Giants fans have done a great job rallying behind this team. And a lot of that credit to Brian Dable getting everybody reinvested. But when the Giants are hosting Philadelphia this season, that stadium needs to be packed and the Giants need to be on their A game. That needs to be the best football game that Brian Dable has ever coached because I think that is a must-win game that can change the course of the New York Giants season. They win that game against Philadelphia. They have a shot at winning the NFC East and being serious playoff contenders. And maybe we start to have that conversation about them pushing pretty deep into the postseason. If the Giants can win even 50% of their play of their games against divisional opponents the rest of the year, they're in good shape. You know, that means you knock off the Eagles once. Maybe you beat Dallas. You beat the commanders twice. Um, like you said, that home game against Dallas is the big uh, against the Philadelphia Eagles is the big one. Um, then after you play the Eagles, it's just crazy, you know, because he goes Dallas, Washington, Philadelphia, Washington again. Then you have to play the Minnesota Vikings, who obviously have Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, and have just tremendous, uh, you know, TJ Hawkinson now a tight end. Really good team, you know, really good offense, but they they make they keep it close. The Giants defense will keep it close. And then the Indianapolis Colts, who have been very disappointing this year, you know, Jonathan Taylor could run for 170 yards, and you just never know when that's going to happen. But Colts offense, not very good. Their defense has been spotty as well. Then you have the Eagles in Philadelphia, Week 18, which could be a huge game. As you said, you got to win that game at home against Philadelphia because when you go when you go there, not only is it difficult to win, but that Week 18 game might be that much more important. You know, we might be looking at like that could be do or die for the Giants in terms of make like sneaking into a wild card game. But if you beat Philadelphia in MetLife, your your record is pretty close. Given the Giants win this upcoming Sunday, so you know a lot of divisional games. I think five of their last eight games are divisional games. Um, which obviously holds a lot more value. And it's kind of weird how it's like all smashed up into the end of the schedule that way. But uh, the thing is, like, I feel like the Giants can win these, win a lot of these. You know what I mean? Um, like Dallas, they're not playing that well. I think Green Bay just recently beat them. And then, you know, we beat Green Bay. And then the Commanders are 
an okay team. You know, they're they're probably average, slightly below average. Um, so like, you know, I think they had the, they had Philadelphia's number Philadelphia's desperately trying to add defensive linemen because their run defense is so bad, but they have a really good secondary and good thing for us. We have no receiver, so it doesn't matter. You know, those, the secondary doesn't really, doesn't do anything for them. Um, they're going to have to stop Saquon Barkley. They're going to have to stop, you know, Daniel Jones's play actions, bootleg concepts. So, um, you know, moving forward, it really, I think boils down to the offense and, you know, I think, uh, you know, with Josh Zudu already, you know, the backup, he's not expected to play this week. Now you're looking at Shane Lemieux maybe starting at left guard or even maybe Nick Gates. It's a tough task. You know, this is not going to be easy. But, you know, Anthony, when you're looking at the rest of the season here, who's got, who do you think has to step up? You know, is, is it the offense or the defense that's really got to elevate their game? Because it, it's hard to say. I think the defense has been playing pretty consistent all season. But the offense, at some point, there's going to be a game where there's a shootout and the Giants are going to fall behind because they just can't keep pace with some of these other offenses in the league. Um, so, you know, who really has got to step up and, and generate some more production? Yeah, I mean, those are my thoughts exactly. I think that the defense has done a great job this year, but we know that the offense has kind of just gotten by. They've relied on a heavy rushing attack, and Saquon Barkley has kept them in and led them to a lot of wins. Uh, but in order to win some of those more difficult games, especially when you look ahead to the postseason and you look ahead to a team like Minnesota who has the opportunity on every Sunday to put up a high volume of points, the Giants offense needs to start hanging with some of these other teams. And right now they're not. Again, they're doing enough to win. They're doing a great job feeding Saquon Barkley, running the offense through him. Daniel Jones playing conservatively, but keeping the ball clean and putting the team in position to succeed, getting first downs, moving the chains, and getting into the red zone and converting the touchdowns. That's the winning formula for the New York Giants. But what happens when that formula doesn't work on a Sunday? You know, then you have to start throwing the ball. You have to start getting the ball in the end zone, scoring points in a high volume setting like the Vikings do, like Philadelphia can, like Dallas can. You know, this is something that the Giants are going to have to start proving to themselves that they can do. They need to eventually top 30 points. The defense, like I said, I think they're doing a great job. They're maintaining the statute. It's the stature of the game, right? They're holding the other teams to a low number of points so that the offense can get by. But there's going to be a game where the offense, the defense is going to play a little bit off and one of these teams is going to hang 30 points. What does the Giants offense do to respond to that? How do they respond? Can they top 30 points and get a shootout victory? We haven't seen it, so I don't know. I, I would be inclined to say no because they haven't done it yet, but I don't want to totally disbelieve that. You never know. Brian Dable is a great offensive coach. Mike Kafka is a great offensive coach, but if there is one half of the team that needs to step up and start playing better, by far, it is the offense. They have not proven that they can put up a lot of points, top 30 points. They haven't done it yet. So over this uh, tough stretch of the, the final course of the season, the Giants offense is going to have to play better, and they're going to have to start putting up more points in order to be really competitive heading into the postseason. But I also want to highlight one other thing on the schedule here, Alex. When we're talking about that game against Washington, right? I know Washington is like the only divisional opponent that we feel like really comfortable that we can beat here because they have the lesser record and everything. But take a look at how this schedule goes. So you mentioned at week 13, we play Washington. Then week 14, we play Philly. Then week 15, we travel to Washington to play them again. Well, to my knowledge, the Washington Commanders are actually on a bye week in week 14. So they play the Giants, then they're on a bye, then they're playing the Giants again. So they get like two full weeks to study that film on us and play us again, which puts the Giants at a massive disadvantage. So that home game against Philadelphia, really important, as I mentioned. But that home game against Washington, 
also really important because you're going to play Washington, hopefully get a win at home, and then they're going to be on a bye week preparing to play us again in their home field while we're preparing to play the best team in the NFL right now, the Philadelphia Eagles. So the schedule makers really did us dirty on that one. The Giants are going to have a really really tall task going and playing Philadelphia, then Washington at home back to back weeks. It's not going to be easy, but that's really the difference maker. If the Giants can win those games, they can win any game in my eyes. That's really, really important for the Giants to make sure that they get the job done against Washington, even though they're going to be put at a massive disadvantage. Yeah. I didn't even see that. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, two weeks to study. That is a, That is a kind of a shitty thing to do. Uh, I don't know how they generate these these schedules. Maybe it's automatic, but playing the Giants, having two weeks to study them and then play them again kind of sucks, especially if the Giants have to kind of get beat up that, that week off there. So um, interesting. Yeah, this is this is definitely not an ideal schedule for the Giants by any means. I know that they're they have the toughest schedule remaining in football with a 63.3% opponent win percentage. The Colts come in second place at 61.1%. So the Giants, I mean, they're playing winning football teams. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're playing the Eagles. They're playing the Cowboys. They're playing the Vikings. Um, and the Eagles twice at that. So it, it's difficult. But end of the day, you know, we like to be underdogs. This is what the Giants have been feeding off of that underdog energy. And I think that ultimately it's been fueling them to win football games and be competitive. So we'll see how they move forward here. Uh, my friends, always love to hear perspectives below in the YouTube comments section on this this remaining schedule. And I think you guys are going to kind of feel the same way as, you know, bring it on, bring it on. You know, we, we've been saying this all year. We've been definitely feeling as though this team is competitive and can fight and they've got the passion and the grit to, you know, really grind these wins out. And they've been doing that. So I'm excited to see if they can continue doing that and building on the success and momentum. So as always, my friends, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy a nice Guinness and like subscribe. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode. Mm-hmm.